aside from that, you've got the issue of, yes, we've got loads of children in this world that need a loving home, like you said, and you can choose to adopt. Or you can just choose not to have any children at all. In which <laughs> save case, the environment. Save the environment, in which case it's absolutely fine. One lesson after these. Welcome to the Brown Don't Brown podcast with your host, Tanya Hardcastle. We're here to engage in a thoroughly inclusive conversation with women from different backgrounds. Shaped by our cultural, racial and social experiences, we share our stories. Hello, fellow podcast listeners. My name's Tanya, and I'm joined here today by a lovely lady called Bianca, who I've known for, what, almost six years now? Wow, has it been that long? Yeah, it's been a long time. Welcome to the show, Bianca. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. So we're talking today about the family unit, and in general, the definition of what a family is, and whether or not we think it's changing as time goes on, especially uh, as we are seeming to postpone having children until later on in life and what that means for us as women and whether or not feel pressurized to have children so I think we'll start off talking a bit about Bianca and her background Mm. um so you're Romanian by origin and you are actually now British I am yes yes I got my recently (laughs) yeah I have yeah uh yeah so I was born and raised in Romania And I moved to England when I was 16 to go to college um, and then university. And I absolutely loved England, so I decided to stay. Uh, And only recently I got my British nationality, which was a bit of a relief. Did you celebrate? With Brexit and everything. Yes, definitely celebrated. (laughs) I went and had a cream tea. Oh my (laughs) God, that's so traditional. Yes. Love it. (laughs) My favourite thing. But yes, that's my background. Yes. And I think we can both agree that when growing up, we both had parents who got married, had siblings, and had a pretty traditional upbringing in terms of family dynamic. Would you would you say the same? Yes, definitely. I mean, my parents got married when they were very young. Yeah. Um, I think when my mum was 20. My dad is eight years older, so there's that gap between them. But it was definitely something that they did back in the day um and I don't think my mum went to university because she was so young so the only option for her was to get married have kids and settle down yeah Yeah. well my grandma actually got married when she was 14 um she didn't actually have children until she was 19 but she likewise didn't go to university left school um her parents had her married off because in those days, having a woman in the family, a, a daughter, was, you know, a financial burden as much as anything as else. And as bad as that sounds, I guess that's how it was. And in, like, the last two generations, that's completely changed. Um, when you look at my background, I was born in the UK. My background is Bengali, so the family life was a big part of my upbringing in the sense that the events that I went to as a child was very much gravitated towards families. For example, celebrations such as Eid, that was a big part of my life and very much when it comes to the elders when you get older you do end up staying with your children 
and my mum um, looked, took care of my grandma um, the last five years before she died, um, and it was a big part of part of our culture in terms of making sure that families are very well stuck together. And of course, that also poses a lot of problems, I think, when it comes to culture and personality clashes. What was your cultural life like, family life like in Romania? Um, It was interesting growing up in Romania um, because my mother was very much of the opinion that you shouldn't do what I did. You shouldn't get married um, so young and you shouldn't have children before you get a career. So it was nice to hear that generations are kind of like changing, evolving. And um, it was nice to hear from my mum's experience and how she dealt with it all. And she's always encouraged my sister and I to first finish our studies, you know, get a career, uh, be on our own two feet and then worry about so settling down. Focus so on independence then. A hundred percent. Standing yeah. on your own two feet, I guess, being responsible for yeah. yourself. Yeah, definitely. Exactly. The same and it's me. interesting because my grandparents would always call me up and say, so have you found anyone yet? When are you going to get married? You know, when I actually hadn't even finished university and to me really it was, yeah, yeah. It's it the was, same with my grandma as well she was very much oh as soon as I graduated she was like so you've you finally got a degree now you've, you've got a job so uh don't you think it's time to to, to find someone get married and settle down and I was like yeah. um I don't think I'm quite quite ready for that I want to enjoy life a bit bit more I guess but um I don't know. I think there is this weird tendency amongst our generation where we think, oh, if we get married, like life is somehow instantly going to become boring. But that's not really the case, is it? Yes. It kind of like depends what your outlook on life is and what you want. Because yeah. some people get married um, at an early age and they're absolutely fine with it and they're happy absolutely. and that's what they want. You know, they just want to have a family. And other people just want to, like you said, enjoy life a bit more, enjoy that freedom yeah um, travel a bit which is you know now is becoming more and more popular because we've got more means to get places a lot easier it's a lot easier now yeah absolutely yeah yeah absolutely love traveling um but then again I do feel like there's a stigma around marriage it's like once you're married it's like you're imprisoned and you can't enjoy life with your partner mm-hmm. and that's something my my parents sometimes try and remind me of that like when you're married doesn't mean like your enjoyment of life ends you can still continue but then there's this I think for us at this particular time I think the difference between our generation and our parents is that there was this thing called compromise and I feel like a lot of people um from I think my parents or our parents generation stayed married because they thought oh even though we're unhappy it's like might as well continue being together whereas in today's I don't know, society, it's more like if you're unhappy, you can leave the relationship mm-hmm. without feeling as though you have to, you have to stay with them just because you've got children. I think there's less of a sort of stigma and less of a this guilt tripping around it, even though it still exists. And I guess once you have children, it sort of complicates the relationship. It does, like, yeah. It complicates the relationship in the sense that there's more emotional involvement, definitely, yeah. and there's that responsibility for your children's well-being. And you think, you know, family is sacred and for a healthy upbringing on your children, you should have the mum and dad together. So there's definitely, yeah. it's definitely a lot harder to break up when you have um, a family. Um, so, yeah, I would say that 
nowadays it has become easier to part ways mainly because I think people have now realized that they don't have to get to stay together if they're unhappy and they can have that independence if they wanted to whereas back in the day I think it was very difficult for a woman for example to just go on with her life and you know after having been divorced it was very difficult for her socially you know to start yes. over yes. whereas nowadays it's I feel like and they're trying to make the process different. easier as well yeah. to get divorced so it's not as long-winded and dragged out as it mm. used to be because you could take up to a year to like finalize getting divorced and there had to be a reason yeah and now it's they're trying to petition to change that and say, well, no, you don't need to have a reason if you want to get divorced. The dynamic is definitely changing. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned before that your sister, who had had a baby, I guess, quite young. Yes. So, time. yeah, for the listeners, I'll just explain briefly. She is now 30 um, and she has a daughter uh, who's now six. So she had her when she was 24. We all thought she was very young um, when she had the baby, but obviously it was her decision and we respected it and we supported her in that. But it wasn't something that she'd planned, so she was doing her master's at the time and she didn't manage to finish it because, you know, it was such a huge change, change for yeah. her. But, you know, it doesn't... She's she's happy now and she's uh, working. She's working towards a career and it just for her it just meant that it happened a little bit later on in life yeah it sounds like she kind of did it the other way around the other way around child first and then a career and there's no one to say that you know there's a right or wrong way about no there isn't yeah yeah Yeah. exactly when I was a bit younger well I guess when we were both we were talking about this early weren't we? we were saying when we were kids we thought we always envisioned this fairy tale wedding but as we get older, it's like that dream sort of seems to get farther and farther away because of the sort of practicalities, the financial difficulties and various other issues that you think about um, that involves having a marriage and getting married and having the whole ceremony and everything. Um, I feel like it's something I still really want to do, not because it's a traditional thing, but just because it's something I've always thought about. It's just that I feel like when I was younger, I thought by now at this age, by 25, I'd probably be married, have a house and have a child. But mm-hmm. that's something that's just not happened. And I don't feel like, I mean, there is that pressure from, I think, families saying you should get married, especially my cousin recently got married a couple of years ago. And I remember at the wedding, my auntie said to me, oh, you're next. And I was like, okay, well. How did but, you feel d- d- when she said yeah, that to Yeah, I mean, I felt a bit overwhelmed because it sort of struck struck me in Bengali culture there is this thing where once someone gets married if you're the next in terms of age so I'm the second oldest cousin well you're expected to get married next you sort of want to fit in as well with everyone so you feel like if your friends are getting married and having children you want to be yeah I definitely understand like your position I understand that kind of like social pressure Mm. coming from from families and it's a chance for us to kind of step in and break that kind of break that tradition yeah. and cycle and just say, actually, I will get married when I feel like it, you know. And in terms of, you know, this is the right thing to do instead of me feeling pressured uh, to do it for whatever reason. Um, because, yeah, yeah it, is, it is hard to make that decision. And I have come across a lot of couples who got married because 
uh, of similar situations because they felt they, and they end up being unhappy yeah yeah and exactly. yeah if you're just doing it for you know keeping up appearances mm. about yourself Bianca I mean do you ever feel like pressured settle down in terms of children, I mean. Yeah. In there terms is that biological of, clock in the background. Yeah, so I have actually been thinking about that biological clock that is <laughs> forever <laughs> ticking and is kind of like not letting you get on with life normally. I have thought about <laughs> Do you feel inhibited? It's, yeah. <laughs> it's more that um, you kind of have to be conscious about this thing because it's nature. Yes. Biology and yes. there's nothing Absolutely. you can do about it. And if you want a family then yes, you have to take this into account. Um, what is really difficult is that you also have to take into account your career, your happiness, obviously, which is for me the most important thing. Yes. Um, and your financial stability. Uh, and then you actually have to find a partner who's willing to, you know, share all these things the same and be on the same page. Yes. Absolutely. Um, so there is that pressure because I do want to have a family. However, I'm not ready to have one now. Um, and maybe if we have this conversation again when I'm 30 yes. without a partner and kids, I might feel more pressured in that sense. But yeah, it's definitely something that a lot of women struggle with and I definitely think. more so now because we're more conscious of what it means to have a family what it means to have a baby so yeah that decision is a bit more difficult nowadays it is yeah I mean I think just from birth we're, we're told that we need to go down this path and more often than not we're sort of made to feel guilty if we take a detour from that well-trodden path Yes, maybe punished for our non-conformity or inability to sort of grow up and be an adult. And I still feel like I'm not an adult. And I think I, I don't think I'm going to feel like an adult until I actually have children, mm -hmm. if I do ever have children. Yeah. And I think it's just that that stems from this, again, as you mentioned, nature, from the responsibility that you have as soon as you have a child, you're responsible for another human being. And I think until... Which is huge. It's absolutely insane because that's when you put someone else, I guess, before yourself. Yeah. And I haven't done that yet. Yeah, exactly. I'm still number one in my eyes. <laughs> So, exactly it's yeah. actually very difficult to give up that independence and most people would argue that you don't have to give up your independence and I agree however to some extent like you said you are responsible for another human being so you know if you're um, out of job then you have someone else to worry about it's not just you down the line exactly another human life involved so yeah um, but you can you know manage both in a way you know kind of being independent and having a family um and not putting yourself second. Um, but there, there is has that to balance. Be, there is that balance, yeah. And Happiness, life fulfillment, mm. hobbies, relationships, family, friends, so many different things. Do you feel like you're, you've got a good balance or do you think that's something you're still looking to achieve? Um, I feel like no one ever has that balance. No, yes. And things kind of like come and go at different times. I definitely think all these things that you've mentioned, you know, career, family, friends they're all very very important um you can be very successful in your career but not be happy at the yep. same time yep, yep. um hobbies are very important to me um just generally keeping you know healthy or just having an interest um outside of work, outside of work. Yeah. so it is a constant struggle for everyone to achieve this balance because you do feel like you need them in the sense that you might have loads of really good friends, but then not feel healthy in a way. So immediately you are pushed to 
take decisions in that sense and achieve that balance. So 100%, I think everything is equally important in life. Yeah, and it all, I guess, depends on the individual and what they prefer and what their interests are. Yeah, priorities exactly. Are. We are, I guess, living longer and the goalposts as a consequence may have sort of shifted. And therefore, I guess that's what's sort of encouraging us to have kids a bit later on in life. Mm. Um, I guess 30s and you 20 as I keep trying to tell myself and remind myself <laughs> over and over again do you think that's that's why perhaps we're having kids a bit later our generation we don't seem to have this goal of having kids anytime soon I mean I certainly don't and I don't think you do either no I definitely don't the yeah. thought of having children right now actually <laughs> terrifying absolutely yeah. terrifying yeah it is true that our goals have shifted uh, we've just become more aware of like you know how important it is to have that financial stability and it takes time to achieve that um, and once you have that financial stability, you could start thinking about maybe having children. However, you may not actually feel ready to yeah, be... you've got to be mentally prepared, haven't you, as A well? mother or father, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes people say you're never going to be ready until you have a child, but you can take some steps to yeah. make your life easier. And one of them is having financial stability. Yeah. And, and into that equation as well, finding the right life partner, I guess... If you want to have a child with someone, your significant other, I guess, has to be someone you envision yourself with in the long term. Mm. Relationships, couples, that dynamic has changed over time. I think back in my, I don't know, parents' days, they they spoke about courting and this thing where you, you know, didn't spend a lot of time with that person before you got married. And recently, a, a friend of mine, her dad was telling me oh I think it's ridiculous how people have like so many different relationships it's like what's the point why don't you just find someone and settle down I think again it's that shift from compromise and settling to well I'm going to find something that I really someone that I really want and be with them and if that takes me a long time then so be it and it's just that shift from you know really going for something that you but will make you happy as opposed to just settling yeah, yeah. having different relationships uh, throughout your life is eye-opening is ideal I would 100% recommend it <laughs> try before <laughs> you, you buy try, absolutely <laughs> you just the, and the reason for it is that you will eventually know exactly what you want yes and most importantly what you don't want yeah so you know that means that yes you will probably have to go through breakups which are devastating but in the long term they really serve in the sense that you become stronger more emotionally stable and more likely to find someone that you can actually build a life with yeah and you know yourself you get to know yourself yourself as well Um, you grow so much from these experiences a (laughs) hundred percent yeah I mean I don't know how you feel but when I enter into a relationship I always tend to see myself with that person in the future long term I don't know if that sort of changes based on if you're if you're a woman I don't want to start stereotyping genders but I feel like women tend to dwell on more long-term relationships or as men seem to limit themselves to letting their imaginations stay within the short term and more living in the moment sort of thing do you think that's something that you've experienced relationships yes it's definitely something that I've actually thought of recently every time I go into a relationship I think I go in it full-heartedly and I think 
uh, this could be it, you know, and I'm in it thinking it will go somewhere. However, recently I started thinking maybe that's not the best approach to relationships. It is very difficult to go into one thinking, you know, I'm going to spend the rest of my life with this person and ultimately putting a lot of pressure on the relationship itself. So it's definitely something that I have thought about and it's something that I will take on board with my next relationship whenever that may happen. <laughs> um, you don't have to meet someone and think this is the one. You just have to meet someone and take it day by day and enjoy it. Just be in the moment, moment. Yeah. live in the moment and not worry about the future because you don't know what's going to happen. It's so unpredictable. And um, also not dwell on the past because it's something that, you know, you, <laughs> you can't, can't change, change yeah. anything. So definitely be more in the present. Um, and this kind of goes a bit into the discussion of marriage and putting that pressure on yourself. I still have mixed feelings about getting yeah, married yes, and absolutely. it's such a huge promise that you will be together for the rest of your lives. You know, it's putting such pressure huge commitment. and strain on the relationship yes and we all know that people change feelings people change, do change yeah. and yeah. it's a lot more difficult to deal with that if you've made all these promises commitment. um and it's, yeah it's definitely something to think about um when it comes to you know set yes i do think yeah we are definitely shifting in terms of our preferences we are becoming a lot more live in the moment, especially with like social media. There's this tendency and this obsession with like capturing the moment. And I think that's a great thing, but there are definitely boundaries. I think what you see on the surface isn't necessarily what's actually happening behind closed doors. And there's this like perfect relationship, perfect family dynamic that we always see and we try and like strive towards it. But then again, there is no set definition of what's perfect and what's the ideal family life. Um, and I try and make myself realize that, you know, very often as much as I can, because I think that is really important because there isn't a set way of, bringing up a family or being part of a family because no not at all people are very different and it's what makes you happy yeah 100 you know and if you're in a situation where um your parents are pressuring you into getting married but you actually don't feel marriage is right for you then that's a situation where you feel actually i'll just do whatever makes me happy um and it's something that we can all learn from and um, just try and lead our own lives without any... Yeah, I mean, there, I think there is a bit of a double standard. I don't know if childless men are subjected to the same sort of treatment, but I don't ever remember my grandma or my mum saying to my brother, oh, don't you want to get married now? You're in mm -hmm. your 20s, you've, you've got your own business, so maybe it's time for you to settle down. I, I don't remember once anyone saying that to my brother, but I got that from them a lot of the time, and I think that double standard still persists. But then again... There is that body clock, as you mentioned, that men Whereas don't men, have to do yeah, with. They don't have to do yeah. with that. So they don't. And it and it's true and there's nothing we can do about it, you know. No. Men can have children whenever they want. So in that sense, it is easier for them to not have to worry about these things, obviously, because they don't have to. Whereas, yeah, women definitely have to think, you know, I'm putting my body through a lot of stress when you get pregnant. And you want to be as young as possible so that your body can recover in the best way it possibly yeah. can. Yeah. The longer you wait, the more difficult it's going to get. Yeah. 
So there is yeah. that to, to take into account, yeah. unfortunately. And also, I always have this weird thing where I, like, debate, do I want to be an older mum or a young mum in terms of, like, I don't know, in quotes, being down with the kids. Like, mm-hmm. I think if I was a younger mum, I'd probably know a lot more about topical things as opposed yeah. to being a mum in my 40s where there's that age gap between your child, that 40-year age gap. And again, there is the whole we're living longer situation going on in the background so we'll have to just wait and see what happens I guess yes definitely and you definitely can't make a decision of having a a child thinking oh you know I want to be younger um or I want to be older it's more of a question of are you ready ready yeah yes you know there's always that argument that if I have a baby younger than I'm going to be in their lives for longer which is obviously is great, but you even want to live to see the grandkids and yes. the great grandkids. I do always yeah. think I really commend people who have like great grandchildren because I'm thinking you've literally seen three generations. That's absolutely insane. I can't imagine doing that. Yes, um, like some of my like great aunties in Bangladesh, where I recently went to see a few of them. They've got like 12, 13 kids, and they had they started having them when they were seventeen. Wow, and they're just like now in their eighties, and they live with like one of their sons and it's just crazy it's a completely different life and you know I actually asked one of them recently you know what what would you say is the most fulfilling fulfilling aspect of your life and they said my children you know I I wouldn't be here if it you know I wouldn't be able to live if it wasn't for them you know they're the reason why I'm getting up in the morning and that's actually quite a humbling thing to hear because I think in the west it's a lot more you know each person for this for themselves whereas I guess from the Eastern perspective, it's more about family cohesion and a sense of community. Yes. And here it's more independent, every person for themselves. And that contrast is, is quite interesting as well. It is interesting. And it's definitely, you know, having experienced both Romanian culture yes. and English culture, that is quite quite interesting. And uh, there's definitely more independence in the mm. UK, I feel. Yes. And I have also had the opportunity of living in Mexico for two and a half years. Yes, tell us about that. And, oh my god, Quite a contrast. It's quite a contrast. And Mexicans live for their families. Yes. It's such a huge unity. It's something that they take it in such a serious way that there's nothing else that you live for almost. It feels like it. And uh, it's just so beautiful to see. Every single Sunday without fail, everyone, everyone gets together. together, And it's the most beautiful thing. And I don't remember the last time I had that with my family. Parents, did they have a lot of family events when they were young? We didn't that much, which I kind of wish we had in, in a way after living in different cultures and experiencing different things. But, uh, my dad doesn't have any siblings and my mum has one other brother. Oh, so we're a very small, yeah, yeah. very small family and we all kind of went our own ways. My dad lived in Italy for seven years. Oh my goodness. We were quite young, so we had that bit of a separation. They came back and I left. It's been ten years since I've been away from yeah. home and I try to go home once a year, but you know, it kind of being away for so long, it does take away from that from that family idea and you grow apart in a way which which is quite sad but the circumstances are like this and there's nothing really I can do apart from going back to Romania which is not in my plans at the moment because yeah. there's so many things so many things you want to do. to do and achieve and experience yes and it is a sacrifice it definitely is yeah. a sacrifice that I'm willing to make um again it's about balance isn't it it like, is yeah. no one can get it right um, I definitely can't. 
I don't know I just feel like women a lot of the time I think one of the influences I've had is my mum and she's um, I'm actually adopted so my mum's never had any biological kids of her own um, and she said to me you know I think this is from her own personal experience she chose not to have children and she said that she felt quite stigmatized and she was even called selfish by some of her siblings for not having kids and then she turned around and said to me well if, if anything Tanya I actually think it's selfish to have children because you know there are so many orphans so many kids out there who don't have parents who'd love to be taken into a into a loving home and I recently looked up some of the stats and according to UNICEF there are about 153 million kids orphans around the world and then it makes me think, you know, why not adopt? You know, again, changing that whole family unit and, and how it works. Um, and I just think, you know, maybe give someone someone a home who needs one. I wouldn't be the person I am today if it wasn't for someone taking me in and taking care of me and, and my brother as well. Um, ONS um, statistic, which said that the number of women who've ha- not had children has almost doubled within the last generation. And apparently among women born in 1945, only 18% remain childless at the age of 30, while just less than 50% of women born from 1970 onwards didn't have any children by the age of 30. So that's from 18% in 1945 to 50% of women born in 1970. So today's and perhaps our parents' generation not having kids by the age of 30. And that massive, that's actually quite a radical shift. It really isn't is, it? yes. And it's interesting because a couple of years ago when I heard some of my friends saying, I actually don't think I want to, I think, how come? Like, it yeah. for me, it was like, well, what, what is there? We've been brought up to think we need to have yeah, them. Yeah. And now, looking at it, and I really respect women yes. who decide, decide not, to. not to have children, 100%. Like, you, first At least all, you know what you want, right? You know what yeah. you want. And first of all, your body goes through so many changes. You're perfectly entitled to choose not to go through all that uh, process. And aside from that, you've got the issue of, yes, we've got loads of children in this world that need a loving home, like you said, and you can choose to adopt. Or you can just choose not to have any children at all. In <laughs> which save case, the environment. Save the environment, <laughs> in which case it's absolutely fine. One less mouth to feed. Um, but, yeah, it's interesting how my own perspective shifted when you hear stories like that that. it's quite encouraging and I'm actually having you know sometimes I wake up and having second thoughts about having children because it it feels very overwhelming yes it's always in the back of I think my mind as well yeah Yeah. just thinking about it and but the best thing about it is that you realizing that you are entitled and you have the right to choose choose whatever yes whatever you want whatever feels right for you yeah so I mean ultimately final work do we think the family unit has changed or will continue to change in the next few years we're going away from the traditional marriage children house situation moving to some people choosing to have kids and then have a career some people are choosing to go traveling then having children and then getting married there are just so many different you know there isn't one set path is there there isn't a hundred percent and from what i've seen so far from my surroundings and from my travels people are a lot more at ease nowadays to choose to do different things and not do what society tells them to do and it's so lovely to see that it is very refreshing isn't it very refreshing defining their own paths 
Yes, a hundred percent. And uh, yeah, it really actually depends on cultures as well because there are some cultures who you know are still very much into this um, traditional family of everything. Family, yes. Um, but yeah, we're sl- slowly but surely breaking away from all these. Who knows if that's a good or a bad thing, eh? Yes. Uh, <laughs> only time will tell. Yes. Um, but I'm happy to know that I'm definitely surrounded by people who um, choose, take, control, take their, control, choose their own path. Yeah. And I really, really am happy to see that. You have been listening to Tanya and Bianca Mihaish. It's been a pleasure talking about this, hasn't it? We've really taken the conversation to new heights today. Thank you for listening to Brown Don't Frown podcast. If today's discussion interested you or you want to share your story, we'd love to hear from you. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram by searching for Brown Don't Frown podcast and on Twitter at BDF podcast. You can also reach me on my blog at tanyasweeklydose.com. Join the conversation using the hashtag Brown Don't Frown Podcast. Please like, share and subscribe. Thank you.